We are live. It is 2.06 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States, 8.06 p.m. GMT in the U.K. It's the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Hey. Coming to you live this 14th day of January, 2024. And if you're watching the stream, good. If you're not, you should be. If you are watching the stream and listening after the stream, we post the podcast. We have a very special guest. We got Peter. On the show again. Welcome, sir. Thanks for coming. He's short notice. Sorry, folks. We didn't really have anything lined up prior to the day. So uh, he came in on very short notice, and we always are gracious. Sam, that's, that's how we roll, though, right? We don't tend to plan. Yeah, well, sometimes well, sometimes <laughs> we actually plan stuff. It, that does happen occasionally. I do send an email out for, like, guess a couple of weeks in the future. That, do, that does happen. Yeah, but um, when it comes to our buddies, like, Peter. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, you fancy yeah. coming on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's a very informal kind of thing around here. So welcome. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for swinging on by. I realize uh, you could be doing a lot more. Well, hell, you could be doing damn near anything on a Sunday would be more productive than this. This hour you're going to waste. But hey, thanks for swinging on by. Appreciate you as always, man. Not a problem. There's, uh, there's only a few TV shows that I've got on the go at the moment. Probably yeah. getting away from TV. It's going to do some good to me today. Yeah, I yeah, don't watch absolutely. a lot of TV. It's just not my thing. Uh what, which I guess is funny because I grew up in an era where, you know, TV was, you know, it was, we didn't, it was, you were really, when I was a kid, you were like, if you had cable TV, you were like, a, you were like a rich person. Like my buddy, his dad happened to work for the, as a manager, of one of the local cable companies. Um, and so he had all the channels because it was part of him, his perk of working there. And it was amazing. Like we had just like a couple of channels. And so we went over to his house to watch television because they had like, Cinemax and HBO and all these other kind of cable shows. It was pretty wild back, you know, in the mid '80s. It was pretty cool, man. At least I thought. I mean, C Cinemax had all the goods, didn't it? Right. Well, you had to watch it when you didn't have access to it. You had to watch it real late at night when it all, you know, waving. You can kind of every once in a while see see stuff you're not supposed to see. That's how it works. But uh, yeah, I, I I tell my daughters, um, I grew up in an era where t TV stations went off the air at night. You know, so at midnight they would they would play the national anthem they, and then it would go to a test pattern, you know, and if people don't know what a test pattern is, look it up on YouTube and you'll see what happens. Uh, but I mean, TV shows went off the air. There was nothing. If you were after midnight to you, if you wanted to watch a show, there was nothing on until some stations came on at 5.00 AM uh, for like the weather and the crop report and the farmer's report and stuff. But other than that, overnight, there was nothing on TV was off. Um, compared to now, it's a completely different universe, man. You can get, TV when you want, watch it all the time. So, so what what shows are your guilty pleasures? Do you watch a specific you know, content delivered like Netflix, uh, anything else, or do you have specific kinds of shows that you watch on the regular or whatever? Um, I mean, I'm pretty bad in a way that uh, all of the streaming platforms probably hate me because every three months I move to another one uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> binge everything. So I think at the moment because those couple of purchases we've done over the Christmas and they're coming with like two months of Disney Plus for free, three months of Apple TV Plus. So I'm watching the Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Disney Plus, which I like the, the TV show, but the two main characters are the most annoying part of the show. I just want more Godzilla. Uh, that's that's what I really want in that show. Um, I didn't that like I think I'm just catching up on Disney Plus, which I kind of neglected for a few months. Um, okay. And there's there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, That's a good way of working, you know, switching over. 
I mean, otherwise you're just paying for everything and all that. Yeah. Things. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely awful. Like for years, I refused to pay for uh, Spotify, for example. So between me and my wife, we quite often going to be like, oh, there's a new credit card uh, that if you sign up, you get six months of Spotify. Should we do it and then cancel it? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I bet that we are on some naughty list somewhere for doing no. those things, but well, that, that's how we roll. The thing, the thing you have to remember is when you sign up for those is you got to mark some kind of a calendar notification for like two weeks prior to that six month date just to remind yourself to, to do it because that's what they people always say that right and that's the hook and then you forget and now you're stuck on now we're stuck on uh oh god well now we've like booked into like a year or another month or it's you know twenty dollars so you got to be real careful of tracking all that stuff I I would say I'm kind of hit or miss sometimes I really do a good job with that sometimes I don't so it's it's kind of interesting to see. Um, yeah, but if you can leverage it and like switch, cause they always give you like, you know, three months here. And then if you cancel here, then you switch over and you get, you know, introductory period or promo period, I'd say go for it. It's funny how you could be with a company for a long time and be a, a, a great paying member, like a AT&T or, or something like that. And then, <laughs> and then they, it's, it's like, it's almost like they, they almost, they, they, they take care of new customers before you. It's just kind of interesting. I, I think you should take care yeah. of every customer. <laughs> the ones no, 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 no. It's once you've got the customer on your books it's there's so much psychological kind of um, research that was done in the past that businesses know that it's harder to get a new customer than the return mm -hmm. one so all the money is going into marketing into those things um yeah Sadly. i mean the only one that i was paying for for a long time is netflix and at this point i'm just waiting for them to try to charge me for my family members that i'm paying for basically for the highest streams, highest beat rate, oh, yeah. number of uh, no users. Um, and I think I just want an excuse to to have it cancelled because it just became this thing that I always have and mm. just getting a little bit long in the tooth. Um, yes. But yeah, Net Netflix yeah. used to be that great unifier and it's not anymore. Uh, the amount of shows that I like there is not the same that was five years ago. The, the movies... I'm, much bigger and more blockbustery, but at the same time, I don't think there's as much variety as it used to be. There's a lot of um, documentaries now, I find, which are quite good, but if that's it, your jam. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something that uh, we still have friends that are kind of working in a post-production and kind of movie industry or kind of adjacent. And it's all, all because of the lockdowns uh, mm. that was happening a few years ago, because people still had access to the laptops, had archival kind of things they could do remote um kind of like one-to-one -one talks with people uh but you can't have a big kind of production medium or small even for the yeah. movie because of the uh, restrictions so i think for the next few years we're gonna see really good documentaries that are coming because people were bored and it was kind of a passion project on the side that find research in outlet. yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah and i and i and my thing is uh and joe what like so you I don't think you watch a lot of TV, do you? I mean, well, I mean, now with with search, you probably got all the kids shows. I'm sure you got all those. Ones. I watch a lot of Bluey and Peppa Pig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bluey is much better than Peppa Pig. I think absolutely, mate. Bluey is actually very good. I enjoy it, but they're they're very short episodes, um, which is What's a shame. The one I wish from BBC with the dog, um, Dougie. Dougie, yeah, I like that as well. I do like that one. She doesn't watch that I, as I, much though. I think it's for smaller kids, but I do yeah. appreciate the animation on that. And um, that's probably why I like it. it. <laughs> yeah, 
the, the right audience. Yeah, I'm a simple guy. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, or actually, fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I, I the last shows I was watching when Anna was little was the Wiggles. That was the thing she was big. Oh, that's terrible. That I really. I know, terrible. but the songs were really catchy, and it was bad because I would be sitting there and I'd be just kind of like at work and be. Hmm. For, I mean, like humming fruit salad. Why am I humming <laughs> the song? It's terrible. That and uh, Gola Gola Island and just all sorts of other. She wasn't into Barney, thank God, because I, I could that voice. I couldn't take it. Um, Watched a good show called um, "Fooled You Once." I think it's called "Fooled You Once." That was quite good. Uh, that's yeah. on Netflix. So UK. luckily, my daughter really wasn't a big TV watcher either, um, which was kind of nice. Uh, so it's all good. What about Becky? Is Becky a you TV know, watcher. Oh, yeah, they, her and Karen Kaelin watch TV a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, well, not a lot. I wouldn't say that's not fair. Um, but they do They do watch a lot of shows. So for me, I don't, you know, I have all that stuff. I did find it interesting yesterday that um, Peacock, I guess, so that's the NBC streaming service, mm. whatever. I know especially now, it, we're, so the only reason I really watch any kind of shows on TV live would be for sports. Oh, okay, well, go eat your damn cake, you dig in. fat body. Anyway. Scoop, gentlemen, and Sam. Perfect. That's awesome, sir. So, yeah, Joe's going to be ready. Get it out of here. You got it in your beard. You make sure you get it. There you go. Just no, that's my gray hair. Yeah, no, that's just that's my gray hair, mate. <laughs> pound cake. It's pound cake shrapnel. Is what that is, bud. So, uh, anyway, so I, I watch really for sports, right? For like, well, I noticed the other day, and I don't know which game it was because I was I was working at the club, but there was a game that was on Peacock. So. I was like, great. So now some of these NFL games and the playoffs are starting and it's like, oh man, now they're going to be, you know, MLS games are on Apple TV, you know? And so I noticed now it's like, that's what's going to draw the rest of the people. And people are like, well, I don't watch a lot of those shows. So I'm not going to get, I'm just going to watch regular broadcast TV. And now you're starting to see sports are starting to now transition to these services. Right. Because again, why not? Apple's got a ton of money. They can throw contracts at the NFL and, and major league baseball and, and they're like, well, we're just trying it out to see, you know, if it works and all that kind of stuff. And then you find out that you'll get a notification probably in a year or so that, oh, guess what? If you want to watch any of your local baseball games, you're going to have to sign up for Disney Plus or Apple TV or Peacock or wherever the, the contract goes to. And it's and it's like, oh, Jesus, it's just going to be that kind of world now. And I just mm. yeah, Amazon's got a load of football now. In yeah. The UK. So but I think in the US, it was already a mess. Um if I remember from a couple of podcasts that I was listening, people are always referencing the, I think it's called Sunday Ticket. Mm. That, that is just, depending on which region you are, you might need to use website, you might need to use your cable provider, you might need to go to the uh, actual team website to log in to see what's happening and where the scores are coming from. Yeah, it was all over the place. And then the the other thing, I, I tried to send it for NFL Sunday. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the Major League Baseball was called Extra Innings. That was the baseball comparison to it. And um, you had to like, it was weird. It wouldn't take any of my logins. Like I tried to log in with my cable, my AT&T cable. That didn't work. I tried to log into the website, MLB TV. That didn't, it was just like I couldn't get to work. And then the funny part was your local team. So in St. Louis, it's the St. Louis Cardinals. I couldn't watch Cardinal games on MLB extra innings. I'm like, why the hell would I pay $340 a year so I can watch Mariner athletics? I don't want to watch the Mariners. I don't want to watch the Oakland A's or the Chicago White Sox. I'm like, I want to watch the Cardinals. And it's because you have a local affiliate that has a contract for, so you, it's like, it was, it was pointless. I'm like, I mean, if you like to watch a lot of baseball, 
sure but i don't again i don't watch a lot of that kind of stuff so i was like well i tried it out for i think i had a 30 a 30 day trial period to see if i liked it and you're right i i couldn't the, the authentication was weird i didn't know if i should do mlb tv or at&t and then link to it it worked on my phone for a couple of days and then some days it wouldn't work it was just a, it was a mess so uh you're right i mean i ran into that a couple of years ago and i was like yeah i'm good so I'm gonna have to pay for it anyway. It's that's the only part. It sucks. I can I can already tell that's coming. Um, as these and now if they if they're having NFL games like last night was on Peacock, you know that that's just a, a harbinger for things to come. That's going to be where um, when when the sports are on those shows, that's where I'm going to have to really probably pay the the, the money. Because honestly, if it wasn't for my wife, I would have satellite service or anything. I would just watch you know shows at Hawk Netflix and a couple of others, and that would be about it for me. I don't watch a lot of stuff. Well, there's, there's hope. I don't know if you followed the news from CES, but um, didn't, I think it's Broadcasting Standard Free. Um, I don't remember the name of it exactly, but as a over-TV standard that is now being deployed across the US, and the, new, the newest news that came out of it is that you can almost get interactive TV just using a um, that over-the-air over signal. Right. Um, I think if that can be leveraged into you signing up on your TV to all of your apps, all of your credentials, and then TV can kind of like understand that this channel is set up for a for the game of this kind of sports, it would basically like pull the information that you need um, to be available to you on the moment. Yeah, no, and then we do we do have an antenna. Unfortunately, I live a little far away, so I can kind of get sort of the uh, some of the there's two of the stations, uh, two affiliates, or ABC and CBS affiliate. I can get them pretty clear. The, the NBC one, I it can't. It's just and it has like point one and point two. So I get a few. Um, if I lived a little closer to the transmission tower, which is uh, I'd probably get all that stuff, and that's probably what I would use. But now, what's the point, right? A watch nothing's on broadcast tv i don't watch a lot of local network affiliate stuff so again for a person like me it's it's just yeah so speaking of ces looks like it had a pretty good show a lot of a lot of folks got to go and a lot of stuff came hmm. out of it i saw um although i i guess it was, i don't know if it was me was it was it was people wasn't weren't posting as much as i usually think they do or i didn't pay as much attention to this year it didn't seem like there was a lot of like a lot of people talking about a lot of real big stuff, right? There were cars and gadgets and stuff like that because it's an electronic show. Not I see more cars than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I, I did I see think, a lot of those. Yeah, I think there's a shift. Um, so CES originally used to be for people working in merchandising, kind of what I'm doing in my day to day life, and they would be basically presented with products, then kind of discuss between themselves and sign a contract for the next 12 months that with this company we're gonna buy this amount of tvs laptops different things and then in i would say like 10 15 years ago it kind of shifted during the kind of blogging era on the internet into no no we need to be business to com consumer um and i've got a weird feeling that it's kind of like pulling back into more of a meetings behind the closed doors um, we're going to show everything to people that need to be briefed because everyone's in one central location. Um, but in the end, we want to have our own kind of release schedule and we didn't want to be lost in, in the whole newscast of CES. Yeah. And it, it really was, I guess it, it's really a trade show. I mean, that's what it's, it, that that's its core thing. Right. And it just, I don't know, it just turned into, I, I guess this year it just, you know, it, it seemed to be, 
I guess I wasn't paying as much attention to it, but it seemed like there just was, I didn't, my, let's put it this way. My feed didn't get annihilated with every little da, 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 right? In the other words, day two of the show and I, we met these people, but, um, what I did notice is a lot, it, it was more of, it, it's turned into more, at least from the tech creator space, a way for you to all meet creators and network with those creators. That's what it turned in. Cause I saw everybody taking pictures with everybody else. It's like, Hey, I saw Michael Fisher. Hey, I saw Jacqueline da- Dallas. Hey, I saw this. Now that's what it looked like to me, which is fine. I mean, loads of selfies. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, it seemed like more for, for in that, that component seemed more like a networking event for those people, not necessarily reporting or as you would do, you know, as an, as an industry person, right. As a merchandise or as a buyer, you know, talking and seeing what this product line would be and see if you want to incorporate that into your business and buy, you know, meetings behind the scenes, it seemed more for the creators there, not as much reporting that seemed to be ancillary to why they were there, which is really everybody gets together, has some dinner networks, chit chats, gets to know, shakes hands, which I think is great. Cause it's, you know, um, and honestly, to be honestly, that's the only reason I would go. I mean, I would go for the tech and seeing stuff, but I mean, we would go just to kind of like, you know, meet those people we talked about network and those kind of things. So that that's kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of cars, there was a Snapdragon car. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's interesting. Um, are they going to make, or are they just going to do like all these, it's basically just showcasing all their stuff there. They're not actually going to make a car. Yeah. It's more the the chassis really, isn't it? Yeah. I think you've seen uh, kind of, um, the mock-up of it, of the interior, uh, what's available in Hawaii. Haven't you? Yeah, we, we saw a, a nice BMW with um, Snapdragon uh, interface. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was really. Because cool. I know they've got several kind of concepts internally, which is sometimes only the dashboard with the um, mm. with the wheel and kind of like how human would be interacting with the mm. with the car itself. Um, but they do have a lot of companies that are like uh, basically licensing technology yeah. from them and going to be bringing it to the market in the next i i think it's from like really this year to like five years into the future um it really doesn't have like an end point it's going to be like constant rollout uh, mm. and upgrades so i think that's part of the seamless as well isn't it that literally your car your phone your earbuds literally everything will sort of match up together in the future it's, it's an interesting thing there's there's Definitely. a lot of um things as well about the smart kind of roads and uh, like smart cities and how that can be mm. incorporated with i mean tesla is like so bad at it because like i swear seven years ago they had perfectly kind of created a video saying like in the next yeah, you're going to be able to like press on your smartwatch and get your car pull out from your driveway to pick you up from from the reception and <clears throat> take you home because you had too many drinks. And that was seven years ago. And they were saying like, yeah, next year, guys, coming. It's like they can't hit any of their own targets. I still don't understand how that company is valued as high as it is. Yeah, it's mad. Talking of well, Tesla, right? a TV yeah. show I did watch the other day, right? Um, it was talking about um, like someone taking over the US <laughs> and there was they, they'd managed to get these Teslas they hacked a load of Teslas from and they were just all driving down the road and just smashing into each other blocking the road it's quite horrific but you can imagine that being actually happening well and I, I can tell you that in the United States, it's not that's definitely fantasy because mo- most of the people you know I, I know that's there's a lot I don't think oh they sold a million Teslas but I'm telling you, I see them a lot more now than I used to. But you're, again, mm. 
Teslas make sense in areas. If you are driving locally, it makes sense. In Europe, you know, in smaller countries, smaller areas, it makes sense. The United States is a physically massive country to drive around. And I, I'll tell you, if you drive state to state, like if you're driving from here to like Cleveland, Ohio, you know how many, you know how many Teslas I see on interstate driving? <laughs> Zero. You know why? Because you can't drive 300 miles. You only got to park the car, happen to find a fast charger that works, that isn't being occupied. Then you got to sit there for half an hour, 45 minutes while you charge it. And they have people that it's just, it's not, it's not designed for that. I don't think it's not designed for these long trips. But if you live in a place like the UK where to me, driving an hour and a half is not a long drive. I know to, I know to people in the UK and to Europeans, that's crazy because you could be in another country, right? But that's my commute to work is an hour drive. It's 47 miles. So like, what I, I know what it is, Joe, like goofy ass kilometers, like 65 or some metric down. Uh, but it's a long drive. And so, but I mean, most people like would be like, holy cow, you drive that every day to go to work. I go, yeah, that's the commute. But it's not everywhere. Larger major cities. You know, I would like public transportation. Dude, don't get me wrong. I'm not even about that life. If I could take a, a train or a tram or public transportation, I would totally do that. I I like driving, but I, I'm not this guy like, oh, give me my car and my guns and my you know baby back ribs. I'm good, right? No, I I would take public transportation. Um, but speaking of Tesla, is 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 Marquez Brown is he selling his car? I thought he was selling his car. Is that what he's yeah, doing? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, I see that on Twitter. So I guess he did he have, oh, X, does, he have Twix. does he have more? <laughs> yeah, Twix. Does he have more than one Tesla or is it just is that his daily car, the, the Tesla? I, I think that's just the his one. daily driver. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Uh, but I, I think he, he was selling it and somebody was like, giving a bunch of junk about it. So I don't know if he's going to go back to a, a regular car or I don't know. I just I happen to see that I mean, he was selling he, he's got access to everything. I bet this someone from ford like calling him like would you like to try marquee for like three months and just tell us your thoughts there's oh. someone from rivian definitely like sending him emails and tweeting him it's like do, do you remember you, you said quite positive things about like our car how would you like to do a longer form on it uh like bmw's like uh, polestar there's so many brands like even from china there's there's a company mm. B byd um, yeah, I, don't know, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, when I was flying to for my la last holidays, the um, the taxi driver was driving it. The um, I think it's called Model Three, oddly enough, as well. But it's slightly taller. It's quite a comfortable car. And he was saying that for him, it's a great car. It's quiet. It's when when it's uh, it can charge whenever he doesn't have a fare in it because he's always waiting for someone. Uh, right. There's always like a like somewhere that he can find um and i bet they they would be like making phone calls to him as well saying i know we're not in your market but we've got a couple of tests uh that that we would like you to to have a look at so you've seen so the the chinese car the model the car is called the model three probably i i think it might be i, I well, let's check like, because if it is it. that's hilarious because it's again it's like oh imagine that they actually copied the same model name off of tesla imagine that there's um, a surprise <laughs> it, it might be called Dolphin as well. Um, yeah. I remember like seeing it in a... Yeah, Dolphin. Uh, Dolphin. But I think yeah. in China, it might be called Model 3. Okay, uh, well, like I said... Because we were joking about it. If I mean, if you're doing deliveries and, and like commuting and like that, the car, if you're in a, a metropolitan area, that totally makes a lot of sense, right? And those kind of things. But I just... It's going to take a long time for electric cars to be possible in the United States just because, first of all, Americans like SUVs and large trucks. 
Okay, I mean, hell, Ford doesn't even make a car anymore. The only car that Ford makes is the Mustang. And they're talking about ending that line and going EV in 2028. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's it. That they're the Hmm. well, and here's the problem is and it's like, well, the Camaro, they don't make those anymore, you know. And and uh friend of the show El Jefe, he's got his 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 uh his Camaro, the the blue one that's really no, it's a beautiful car, but they're not making the Camaro. That that line has ceased. You know, they don't make the challenger and charger for Dodge because they're going EV. And then the Ford Mustang is literally the last kind of the last V8 American muscle car. Oh, the Corvette. I'm sorry, the C8. But I, I think it's, and first of all, it's we're clear. The Mach-E is not a Mustang. I don't give a shit what Ford says. And I'm going to put that on record. <laughs> Hot take. Sorry. It's an SUV. That's not a Mustang. A Mustang is a very specific car. What the Mach-E is, it's an electric Ford Edge with Mustang branding and tri-bar taillights. That's what that is. Internet, and, get him. And, and it's a hunk of shit. <laughs> And I wouldn't buy one if you paid me. I wouldn't drive that car. And what's your not- handle for Twix? Oh, that's all you can Sam. tell for it. Yeah. Sam, we all have a price, and a free car would go pretty far with us, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I mean, I, I love my Mustang. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, the Maki, I've my actually, it's funny, is my wife's best friend. Her, She has one, and she likes you know, it. No, I think, Sam, I think Ford should send you one uh, for you to try out. No, uh, and see uh, if you like it or not, and if it will change your mind. The Ford only two, thing. <laughs> yeah, the only two cars I would buy from Ford are the F one fifty and the Mustang. That's it. I, I, I. They're first of all, their ten speed transmissions are garbage. I don't give a shit. They, they're, they're constantly failing. They are not really well made. Um, and my buddy has an escape, and he's had all sorts of problems with his transmission. Um, and it's just like the oh, ten really? speed is just too complex, and they don't rebuild them anymore. So, um, no, I'll stick with my Mustang and. Uh, and we'll go from there. But I, I, yeah, I saw he was selling the Tesla. I'm wondering if he's going to get another EV. But Peter, you're right. He has access to literally every brand is probably throwing cars and stuff at him. Like, hey, you want to try this out? Because they know it's going to immediately mm-hmm. land with tens of millions of people that are, who are maybe not tech people, but they might be car enthusiasts. Because I thought he was doing a car thing, right? Doesn't he have like a channel where he's doing, I, I don't know if he test drives He's expanded, cars, doesn't he, a little bit? Yeah, yeah. he did. I, I remember things he's, he's into. Is it called the studio? Um, I want to see, yeah. which is yeah. kind of like the production and so on. That's the one that I'm mostly watching um, yeah. from him, I need to say. Um, but, you know, the, the long-standing joke in the kind of like internet community is like, we are releasing this product today, and then Marcus is like, here's something I've been testing for the past few months. Right, um, exactly. Yeah, it's it, kind of the running it, gag, right? It, yeah, it's even with the Apple products, which they, they were so selective who they're going to invite and who they want to have kind of like visible or give platform to. Um, and, and he's always there. And I mean, he's created what he's doing. He's a really good communicator about technology and how it became kind of the pop culture uh, because everyone in the world now understands what the iPhone is, what iMessage is, like mm. what's the difference between like having a Google account and Yahoo account. And he helped to to move that needle uh, so people are a bit more literate uh, in technology. Uh, but at the same time, he he is in a position of privilege kind of because he's got such a large following. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still feel like when he's giving kind of verdicts after the product, he actually is giving them a fair shot. Uh, he is not skewed one or, or the other. Apologies. Yeah, like I said, I, and I don't know. And, and maybe he did do a Dodge or a Corvette. I'm not sure. Um, I, I just, well, and here's the thing. I don't, 
I mean, maybe he did, but that's not, I mean, here's the thing. That's not, and this is where I was going to ask you, Joe, because I noticed you had, you know, you had the Snapdragon and you're going to Samsung event. And I want to ask, because now you're starting to kind of get into this bubble where you don't, you don't have a Samsung device. Usually you're using a Pixel, usually uh -huh. you're using an experience. Well, the one they gave you. Sam, don't out him. To be fair. No, I'm I not out. No, I just. This? Yeah. It's, and what's this? That's a Samsung watch. And what's this Samsung, yeah, Samsung tablet I'm on now? Right. No, I'm just saying, though, but you're not exclusively a Samsung guy, and that would it be a show. No, no. I'm an Android guy. Um, right. So I'm open. So, like I said, I, I guess my question is for, like, how would you feel? Like, for me, I, I would find it would be difficult. First of all, you're getting compensated for, for your, you know, your time, which yeah. makes sense. But you're also getting compensated for your opinion. And so I – it would be um, hard for me, like, to – well, he – he kind of is. They're they're not. They they want him to push his product because he's got brand recognition. Because yeah, not me. Says, <laughs> no, no, not. I'm saying, but I mean, curious with you is, you 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 don't that usually like I said, you're used to other using other devices, and you're going mm. to, you know, and obviously the Snapdragon isn't in the the current Pixel, which I think it may well be in a couple of years. I, I think I'm curious Let's to see how Google. So. Well, I'm so. I'm curious if Google's going to actually switch off the tensor, like you know, with Samsung tried the Exynos and they just. You know mm. what I mean? It was just easier to go to Snapdragon. So we'll see. Obviously, there's a discussion for that. But I, I guess it would be weird because I, I, I'm not a fan of certain brands of cars. And so if like, let's say if if Dodge, like Ram, right, the truck offered me, hey, would you like to try the Ram? I'd be like, mm, no, I'm not interested. And it's and mm. it's not because it's not because I wouldn't be interested. It's because I'm not a fan of that brand. I know yeah. I have buddies who are mechanics who aren't fans of that brand that they are really non-reliable vehicles like Toyota Tundras are reliable Ford F-150s are getting you know what I mean it's just not a brand I would do and I, I would I would feel kind of like I would hope I don't know if I am but I would hope I would be enough to say hey look I'm I'm biased to your product right I, I know yeah. I am I, you know what I mean and saying hey but I, I don't know I guess my question would be and this is not a question of um of Marquez necessarily, but I'm wondering if people take brand deals or consider them knowing full well that they're not fans of that brand going forward. And if they know that, how can they be a hundred percent to your point objective enough when you have the a preconceived so, notice? Yeah. I'm curious how that works. Yeah. I think you, I'd like to think, but everyone's different that they'll take each product uh, at face value and give it a fair chance. But I mean, I would, but I don't know if I can't speak for other people <laughs> really. Well, and I guess there's a level of professionalism right there, but I guess my yeah. question is how much can you overcome a natural human response? Right. If, mm. if you know what I mean, it's like, again, yeah, and, and some people maybe don't have really, I, I understand that, you know, I have a real kind of, you know, things I really like and things I don't really like. Maybe people are a little bit more kind of in the middle and they don't have such polarizing views. So maybe those people would be better. But for me, I, I, you know what I mean? I just, I know how I am and I know that would be a problem for me. I don't, with some brands, I just know that I wouldn't, I would try to overcome it with professionalism and everything else and try to be objective as possible. But I know deep down in the bottom, maybe it's 2%, maybe it's 3%. I don't know. I know I wouldn't be a hundred percent like objectively. Yeah. Fair. I get you because like my, my work phone. Is yeah. I, I don't think anyone is hundred percent objective. We all come mm. with, kind of a baggage to us um I, I was just thinking i i want to say that it was joanna stern um she had a um 
kind of an article and a video uh, kind of accompanying it when she was trying different electric vehicles a couple of months ago. Um, and it was really good. I think she's at Wall Street Journal at the moment, uh, or maybe New York Times, one of the larger publications. And she started by saying that she's not a car person, but her family is expanding and she's kind of looking into those. So let's see what's actually the best and what would fit her scenario. And she kind of set it up. What, what are her requirements? Um, yeah. But we, we all have baggage and kind of like preferences and until you, if you're going to disclose it i think people are going to understand it that that's everyone um but at the same time internet is just not a very nice place sometimes and if you're going to say samsung is not my favorite people are going to be like going after you same if you're going to say i prefer android over ios people are going to say like, it's because you don't understand the apple you you, you haven't it's too expensive for you. They're gonna to try to justify anything. Right, you're, you're the you're you're basic. That's why you don't like it. That's why you don't like iOS. You're you're basic. You just don't, you aren't you aren't enlightened enough to really have experienced that. And once you do, you really see the light kind of thing. I, yeah, I, I get that argument for sure. I don't know. And and, and it's just sad because I, kind of recently I I realized that I'm getting to the age that like saying no is just becoming boring. So let's just say yes to more things. Um, you know, like. Right. How many more years of like going around the world and like visiting places that I wouldn't normally I can have before I'm gonna have to be like you know what like I'm getting too old for this, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to be a curmudgeon. It's not working. I'm 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 really slowly feeling like as I getting to a couple of years from fifty, I I, I want to have that, and I I actually I'm glad you said that because I need to start kind of saying you know yes to more things and trying to be more open minded about stuff like that. And I I don't know. Just, when it comes to cars, I guess I, I would like to try to, you know, to try, I guess what it is, is when I get inside like the new Mustang, like the, all those, like the digital panels and stuff that are going across now, it's all I just, my buddy has got a brand new Tundra and it's this big screen in the middle. Right. And I mean, it's like, it's like a proper Joe, it's bigger than your Samsung tablet. I mean, it's a big screen okay, and cool. it's, it's kind of neat. Although he has access kind to of distracting. <laughs> he has access to Netflix. I'm like, why Aren't you supposed to be driving a car? I know it, it, it's really good for like a passenger, right? But the problem is, is because it's um, in the middle of the console. It's really for the driver for entertainment or I mean, education, like, you know, tire pressure. It's kind of sort of kind of tilted to the driver. It's not facing you. I mean, uh -huh. You can watch it. You can watch it from the drive, the passenger seat and you don't have to lean. I mean, it's, it's not, it's offset by a few degrees, maybe five or 10, but it's definitely meant for the driver, right? Cause that's information about mm. the vehicle. But I'm thinking, why in the God's name would you? Need, that's what we don't need more of: is distracted drivers and introducing stuff into cars that would distract them. Because I know people. I guarantee, if they're on their phones driving, I guarantee they're going to be watching Netflix. Especially if they just left the house, they got to run to the store, and they're pissed off because they had to stop. They have like 15 minutes left of their favorite show for season that, and you don't think for one second they're not going to be tempted to push it and kind of do one of these jobs. I know they're going to do that, and it's just like I don't. I just. Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's some things that are, but I, I have to test it. Like to Peter's point, I have to say yes to those things, and and try to you know to drive them. I think first of all, the speed is crazy. I'm like he he did that rematch. Did you see that video MKB with that rematch? Dude, that car is nuts. It's like zero to two hundred miles an hour in like twenty seconds. It's insane. This car he gets <laughs> it on a tarmac, and 
he gives it like a Porsche 911, a GT2, like two seconds and just blows the doors right off his fucking Porsche, man. It was like, holy crap. It just, when he, it put him back physically in the seat. I mean, that's how much torque this thing had. It was insane. I was like, wow, if you're a speed guy, yeah, I could, I could get in, I could get into the electric car. <laughs> I think I can get into it. But, uh, it's just, it's just an interesting where we live in. I'm, I'm going to see how 2024 is. I mean, we got the, we got the uh, the new phones are coming out on packs coming up. Joe, mm-hmm. you're coming back to the U.S. Yeah, you're, man. I can't believe it. Back to, keep, keep dragging you back to the States, man. We're trying to see if we can uh, – hopefully, eventually, you'll come to St. Louis. I don't think so. They're not going yeah. to – not for an event. Not for an event. They're not going to do – It an event. Do a I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, so where, what's what's the scoop with that, man? Like how – I want to let, let the listeners know what, what you got going on in here in a couple of weeks. Or actually – Yeah, so it was quite a shock, really. I mean – I, I, the DM came on Tuesday last week, but I didn't actually see it till Wednesday. Okay. It's like, oh, there might be a place for you. So it wasn't even guaranteed. There might be a place for you. Uh, let us know um, ASAP if you can make it. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, my, I was actually at a, a leaders meeting. So my boss was there. I showed him the DM. I was like, if I can sort this out, can I go? Because obviously Samsung launch is pretty massive, but I mean the pre-order period is not that as big to be fair for us. It's the actual launch itself that I need to be right. there, which I will be. Um, but yeah, my assistant store leader was off, uh, planned to be off next week, and he had, doesn't have plans for that holiday. So I was like, dude, do you do you mind swapping? <laughs> and he, he could, so it all fell in place perfectly. Um, and then a couple of days ago it was confirmed got my tickets confirmed and yeah it's all good buzzing absolutely buzzing yeah man that's incredible so uh (laughs) as you can tell that um so for the nomad tech project joe is definitely the the face of the franchise it's not me (laughs) am i no yeah they're they're asking for joe joe's going places (laughs) sam however is going nowhere and which is perfectly fine i mean i'd love to go because it'd be kind of neat to have that experience to be fair lenny's the face Lenny's the face. Lenny's the face, right? And then for yeah. this, but this for this podcast, Sam Joe's is the, the voice, one. and Joe goes places. Yeah, Joe goes <laughs> places because they're like, yeah, it's nice enough to hear Sam, but this, we don't want to talk to that guy. He's on Joe. Uh, no, it's fine. I'm very lucky, but it's not going to happen forever. I mean, uh, there's a lot of insiders that they'll, they'll take other people. Um, but yeah, while I'm getting the opportunities, fantastic. Yeah. So when when do you when is that? Isn't that coming up pretty soon? Yeah. So I fly Tuesday. Uh, 11 a.m. my flight is and uh, it's only three hours because i land no it's not it's 11 hours right i land at 2 2 p.m because um, you're going you're going you're going west you're going back in time dude that's yes, what's happening yeah <laughs> that's what happens like how, how can i leave heathrow at 11 and land in san jose at dude, two wow. in the afternoon what the it's it's me it's magic right no it's called time zones dude it's cool yeah. but anyway but yeah well hopefully <laughs> this time around well I mean, it's 11 hours, so, I mean, hopefully you won't land and be just completely wiped that first day where you get – I mean, you're going to yeah. get in You're going to get in local time pretty early, but you're yeah. still going to be lagged out, man. That's a lot of that's a lot of time zone and a lot, a lot of air, in, air time. You're going to be kind of tired the next day, but hopefully yes, – uh, At least you're not getting in really late local time, hopefully. I'm hoping. Hopefully I can sleep, um, but I have a feeling I'm not going to. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be, first of all, the, from the flight, but then also just your level of excitement. I mean, you're going to be just amped to get there. Because I, I can tell you right now, if I was going, 
I would I would not be like just like oh it's just another thing. If you if you've been doing this for a long time and you're an industry guy, it's no big deal. Max, yeah. Matter of fact, you'd probably be kind of like uh, you know, it's just another just another business trip, right, for you. But a nerd I like know me, it's amazing. You're gonna be stoked. I mean, you're gonna be all the way up top. I don't think you're gonna sleep the entire time you're there. If you do, it's gonna be a few hours. So you know, it's gonna be kind of wacky. Well, that's good. And it's uh, what I guess you might be questioned on the way back. It's like, um, so have. What, what happened to your eyes? Have you slept at all? <laughs> yeah. Have, she was like, have you had you been, any substances? You, wait, we need to yeah. test this guy. Right. I was going to say they're going to come in. You, you know, they have these edibles now, right? Sounds like you've been kind of trying them, yeah? No. And uh, no, it's good. If so I was ever going to do anything, it would be edible. You know me so well, Sam. <laughs> right. Well, I, mean, I was going to say, uh, but is it just the two days? It's just, it's just two days, right? Yeah. So I uh, fly back home on the 18th. Okay. Um, but it goes a lot slower because I don't land till the nineteenth. <laughs> I know it's crazy. So <laughs> I, I guess my question is: is uh, were were you considering getting a Samsung device in in twenty twenty four? I mean, were you looking? Yeah, I, mean, well, I know you already have that one, so obviously, you know. Well, you know, last I year I got I got the S twenty three Ultra on my contract. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason I got rid of it is because uh, Dan the Man Grounded Tech uh, showed some interest in it. And I, and I sorted him out. Uh, yeah, friend, of show, I friend of the show, by the way. Make sure you always yeah. say friend of the show. He's friend of the show. Of the and show. he's more than friend of the show. And he's hey. part of the show every now and again. He's one of our proper mates, man. Yeah, yeah he's one dudes. of our dudes. So, um, okay. yeah, he, he, he showed an interest in it. He really wanted it. So I sold it to him. But um, otherwise, I wouldn't have. So my rotation now, guaranteed, is the Ultra. And then when the uh, Sony One Mark Six comes out, I'll get that as well. That's my guaranteed, and then anything in between and around, who knows? But that's right, that's now, my what I do so now. It, so I guess interesting. So not a pixel later, even a pixel. I guess, I'm assuming I'm not. Well, I guess are they? Have we decided? Have they decided to do the eight A? Is that not a thing? Do we know? Does anybody? I haven't know? heard anything to be honest. I don't know. I thought they were talking about ditching the A line. Is that going to happen like this mm -hmm. round? Are they going to say no on the eight A? I think I don't know. So the rumor during the 7A was that um, they're seriously considering if there's need for that line or would they be continuing basically with the previous model. Um, and even the 7A is more expensive than 6A from what I remember. And it might be that it's going to be every other year kind of refresh, especially mm. with the length of the um, updates and so on that they're kind of committing to. Right. Um, okay. But... I don't know. It's a, it's a weird scenario because it means that for years to come, Google needs to be supporting a lot of different tenses. Um, even with the eight, they, they announced how many? Seven years? Seven years, yeah. yeah. Rumor is and Samsung's going to do the same as well. Yeah, but um, the rumor on the Samsung, from what I heard, it's only on the Ultra, uh, with uh... the lower tiers being kind of like within the five-year window yeah. still. Um, which it there, there's so many rumors. Like we won't know until the day, probably uh, where mm -hmm. exactly it lands. Um, but you know, with the Exynos coming back, with Snapdragon being internationally in the ultras, um, it's it's definitely an interesting launch to be part of. Like to see where exactly the chip's gonna fall. Mm. Um, and and how they're gonna kind of like carve again the market and what where it's gonna all land? Yeah, I I would think that they would do a, like 
I would I would think they would do if it was me. I would think I would go with the, like an eight pro, and then get rid of the eight and go with an eight A instead of having that. Right? Mm. So just get rid of the entire small one and go with the A series, and have a a a big gap. Like so, you have the budget friendly eight seven and not make them offset. Like have the A pro and the eight A. That that's what you have. Get rid of the eight altogether because then you got the eight. Especially looking back at like the six and the seven and now the eight. Look where it lands price wise. It lands right around these eight, seven A's. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, why not save 60 bucks in the used market and get a seven? The lines eight? are blurred, that's for sure. Yeah, that eight, the, the single digit, like the eight and the seven and the six, compared to the A series in that same range, and obviously the eight A, I think it, it kind of makes it weird for them. I, I think it puts them in a weird spot. Now you've got three devices, one's offset. And I just, I don't know how it works long term. Now you've got these devices, essentially three a year offsetting, right? Time frames. And well, I personally weird. don't think the 8 should be so far different from the 8 Pro. I feel like it should be like, you know, with Apple where they have the 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max, mm -hmm. they're pretty much the same phone but a different size. That's how I feel the 8 Pro and 8 should be, but um, it's not, sadly. I think the 8 and the 8 Pro, I think those phones should have software parity. They should software be power, yeah. and right. hardware. And hardware, but hardware, if you want to lose the, the telephoto, okay, that's yeah, fine. lose the telephoto, that's fine. Right. But I, I um, don't think, and I think it's really bad to push people into it by getting rid of software features. Like the eight doesn't have the same capabilities as the eight pro. I'm not mm -hmm. saying, and maybe if you have to make it not as quick, right? You know, you have to make the maybe it's, it's processing parts a little slower or whatever. I don't you can throttle it a bit or whatever, but you know, kind of keep that going. But I just don't think it's like I don't know. I, I just I don't understand it with the phones. I, I I think you're right. I think Apple's got it with it's a size difference, right? It's not really a capability difference. The phones mm. have you know if you don't have the camera, you only have a third camera. That's cool. But for the most part, it's a size and a battery. But the software experience is fairly similar. There's there's pretty isn't, good parity across the lines. It isn't the iPhone Pro and Pro Max the difference with the USB though uh, that you are getting like the full USB? No, full? I think I think the pros are the same. I think. Okay. I think I might be wrong though. I thought I um, thought the Max was only getting the forty. Um, is it gigabits per second? Yeah, and I think there was some difference was in the 10. USB C. Oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah I think so. so. Yeah, yeah, that, that type of thing I don't like. <laughs> but but coming back kind of to pixels, personally, I think they gave themselves a massive disservice with the um, mm. with the fold and how closely oh, yeah. they launched it uh, because. The, the 8 and 8 Pro supposed to be that basically became the new North Star for them, uh, with all of the features coming to those because of the power of Tensor 3. But then you've got your most premium device, the most expensive device that, that should be really pushing people kind of towards your, your market with an year older processor that you can get in a 7A for mm. a fraction of the cost. Um, and with the 8 and 8 Pro, 8 is so close price-wise to 8 Pro. I mean, it's $100, I think £100 in UK, maybe 150 but I always see them on on some kind of offers and 10% here, 10% there if you right. sign up with the website. Um, it feels like a product that it's only there to anchor the more premium one, that only what Apple used to be so good at saying, like, if you're going to give us another $50, we're going to double your RAM. If you're going to give us another $100 on top of that, we're going to double your storage. They were masters of that. You're starting with an iPad that starts with like 299 and suddenly you're looking at 
why am I not getting the iPad Pro 12? Like, I mean, it all makes sense. It's so <laughs> much better. It's like all of the pencil things. Like, I definitely would use it. End third camera, LiDAR. LiDAR? Light, LiDAR. Isn't LiDAR, it? yeah, LiDAR. That's what I call yeah, it. I, I only read it several times. Like, I never said it out loud. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? It doesn't sound right. Um, but it, they were so good at it. And again, with the iPads, with the iPhones, I think they're losing the track of where exactly the average customer is and how far you can push them. Um, and they're just trying to segregate customers into smaller and smaller groups and with like no target product. Um, mm. It's a really weird time. I, I think a lot of companies are finding themselves kind of in, in a hot water of kind of missing the the point of customers are looking at the moment. Well, and that's why I like what OnePlus, they just have the OnePlus 12, right? With the 11, right? There was no Pro. It was just the OnePlus 11. And then they had the, the 11R or 11T, right? Or whatever, or 10T. You know, they have, they seem like OnePlus is kind of like pared down. Now, I don't know if that's because they have the Apple brand, right? They have other brands. and Apple, But isn't know. that only in the US? Because I'm pretty sure yeah. they've got the R in India. India, yeah. Is, they have the R series, often, which is... And Which really is a shame because I different. I'd love to try an R. I mean, it looks like a really nice device as far as the price the, point and the feature set. It'd be nice if the R was yeah. available like globally. That would be kind of um, cool. At least to have it. The R is it's, that's for pirates. R. No, I'm just <laughs> then they've got Nords, which are more kind of budget friendly. Yeah. But mm. as well, they're starting to like punch really into I would say medium to medium premium market. Yeah. However, you want to classify that. Right. Um, Oppo is basically the the sister from like another mister however you want to like <laughs> yeah. the, 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 all of the products are that's so similar internally i mean it really reminds me of the good old days of like uh, i think it was r7 and one plus two or three and it was like literally the camera housing was the only thing that was different between them <laughs> um yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, I, well, it was the same thing when I, I bought my first Scion. You know, that was a, an American. You know, it was a Toyota. Matter of fact, if you open up the engine, it was all Toyota parts, right? And then even the windshield said Toyota because it was a Toyota. I mean, it was a Scion brand, right? Which is, I don't understand why they ever made the brand. Honestly, <laughs> they're trying to like target. They were trying to target younger people. And the funny thing, it was it was mostly older people that bought the Scions in the in the United States. Which is kind of interesting how it kind of changed. In, on them. in Europe, we've got that with Skoda and Volkswagen. People started yeah. buying Skodas because like it's ninety seven percent the same parts in Volkswagen, but like 15% less, like, hell yeah. Well, you know how it goes with Volkswagen is in the United States. So I, I, again, I have a bunch of buddies from mechanics, and they said, you know, people who are Volkswagen people, they never buy a second Volkswagen in the United States. That's just, once they, and we had a Jetta, I had a 2011 Jetta, and it was it was a fun car until it got about 100,000 miles. And when things started to break on it, it's a pain in the ass. First of all, everything's plastic. And then it was just a pain. Everything was like very expensive to replace. I mean, that was an expensive car to maintain. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm done with this car. Fun to drive. I liked the car. I mean, it was like, it was fun, enjoyable. But, man, some of these some of these parts are like, how much is it to do like a, a basic AC service? It was like $900. I'm like, dude, what the hell? It's like, oh, God. Okay. Okay. But, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm excited, man. I I I guess on those, uh, I guess I'll announce pricing, but uh, pricing, but I think it's already been leaked, right? And there's somebody sent me a meme. I guess it was a pipe with I had like spigots, like breaks in the pipe, and somebody's trying to like it said Samsung and it said leak, 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 leak. It's like trying to keep yeah. the leaks down. Um, I, I pretty much I think they have all the colors and 
is it me? Was there a lot of colors? It was like six. Yeah, some of them seven? would be Samsung exclusive though. Um, right, so I guess through, through Samsung.com, I'm assuming if you're yeah. going to do mm, all that. Yeah, yeah. But they, they looked kind of cool. And I don't know how I feel about the colors. Only because a lot of people use cases. So it's like, or they use skins, right? You know, extreme skins. or And some people have a case and it's basically not, you know, if, unless you get a clear one, it, it pretty much occludes the color of the phone. I mean, it kind of sticks out a little bit to the hammer. Mm. But I, I love how everybody gets all hung up on the colors of the phone. But yet most people, most regular people, even, you know, they they would put you know a case on it so you really wouldn't see much of the color really anyway. But I Sam, it's funny you say that because um, obviously I have cell phones, and then people get so strong on what color they want, and you say to them, "Oh, you're going to put it in a case, yeah, but but I still want that color." It's that important to them. Oh, you mean when they come to the store, they're they're getting you yeah. Know, it's like well, There's all we have in stock no. is what? Right, all, no. all we have is people black, and they're colors. like, well. Yeah, which is funny because have you? I guess you've had people come to the store that I guess there was of that size. You only had like black left, and you tell them, "Look, you only only have in store is is black. So if you want to take it today, you're gonna have to get black." Yeah, and some order. and some walk away. Like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't want black. It's like okay, okay. well, that's cool. Or, or you can wait two weeks and get the color you want. Yeah, I'll wait two weeks. Uh, you, know what, you know what you should do is too bad you didn't make your own skins because if I was in the store, yeah. I would literally say, "You want black." No problem. You don't want black. You want red? Come over here, and you know you could they could yeah. pick from all the colors, and you could sell a skin and throw it right there on the phone for these folks, right, right there in the. Store. Yeah, that's what a uh, network should do. Yeah, they should yeah, do. All like, you need is a couple of cricket printers. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you what want? You printers, want... plotters. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll suggest it to the guys up top. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say you might want to send an O2 uh, an email to O2 leadership and say, "Hey, my buddy Sam's got this great idea, and it's okay." <laughs> All and, he uh, needs is just hey, a couple of like pounds, and it's all yours. No questions at, asked. We're starting to get bots now, dude. Yes, Twitch bots, love it. Oh, Ooh. that's a great offer. <laughs> I, th I think I th well, that's a great. First of all, don't anybody take the offer, but uh, yeah. it's it's for us too. And uh, so now you know you 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 know you're hitting the big time and you start getting spammed. Then you know you're real. Yeah, right. Well, maybe yeah. not. I don't probably. So yeah, and I, I get and uh, Jermaine, friend of the show. Jermaine is uh, he always uses a clear case, and yeah, I, I do. Yeah, and I I try to, but again, then Simon you know, makes a good point. Still the yellow, yeah. Kind of <laughs> there you go. So how? Yeah, is that the? Uh, I guess that's the Oppo. Yeah, X, that's the X Five X Pro. Yeah. Yeah. How, um, so I, I guess how's that working out for you? It seems like people really like the phone as far as the, the actual phone and software with the camera. It's too. a great phone. Yeah. Oh, it is a great phone. It's I'm getting kind of annoyed how good it still feels in 2024 because I'm getting itchy about getting a new one. And, right. Uh, I, I can't really justify upgrading because there isn't many phones that the camera-wise is better than this or like the Samsung S23 I've got, well, Ultra that I've got downstairs. Um, but yeah, Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 seems to be hitting the market and they all look so fun uh um, yeah yeah i mean th this red magic 9 pro i think that's i'm kind of like looking at the most at it and it it is a gamer phone but i right. do like aesthetic oddly uh it's not okay. completely in your face like some of the other brands but uh yeah it seems it, to be a yeah. little bit more subtle but i mean definitely gamer phone but it's not as in your face gamer phone the only question yeah. i would have is i know you're a big camera guy 
do you think camera wise, do you think that that, that is bridge to get that gap as far as quality? Like you get a gamer phone, you're not going to great get great camera performance. Do you think that's sufficiently closing now, as far as if you got a gamer phone, cause the aesthetic, you wouldn't be compromising on the camera too much. Um, I don't think the camera are going to be as good as on the five X pro. Um, that, right. Well, I think you're a little spoiled, that. unfortunately, but yeah, it's going to be, yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's my problem more than anything else because people who would be going for that phone are not thinking first and foremost photos. Um, but there's, there's going to be a lot of phones that's going to have amazing cameras. I think we already seen the Oppo X7 Ultra that was announced mm. for China. That looks like a beast. And such a shame I, it's China only though, isn't it? The Ultra. I mean, Xiaomi is doing that for years, that they're starting with yeah. China and three months later, they're finding some kind of outlets globally. So if you really want to, you can get it. I mean, probably, yeah. I know people that have um, Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra, and that phone is two years old at the moment. No, year old. Uh, and it puts like any Samsung Ultra into shape. Like it's just, yeah. it's just in a completely different game. Um, right yeah it's amazing uh the, the the optics everything um but it samsung getting this many ultras to the people of the world is something that i don't think xiaomi or any other company would be able to do outside of apple yeah, yeah and it's, it's just a shame that they can't i mean there's just no way they can get that they can can't get traction in the, in the u.s as far as xiaomi that's why they just don't first of all that's the chinese you know stigma unfortunately that's just a thing probably and then two is i think they've kind of conceded that u.s is pretty much an ios you know it's going to get that that gap will widen or well not widen it'll be more ios in the united states it's a shame because i wish i lived in europe because you have access to those devices and you don't have to you know you have to compromise to be perfectly honest, like Xiaomi seven, five years ago was borrowing a lot of things from iOS. So there was a clear case that Apple could have gone to the courts and saying, this is stress dressing, we need to stop it. And basically all of the shipments are stopped at the border. Kind of what's happening now with uh, Apple Watch. Um, I'm hoping that Apple kind of going to have to reset their ways. Like they're not they're not underdog anymore. They can't be right. treating companies as kind of like, oh, no, you, you had a really good idea, and the contract is slightly too high, so we're going to employ basically three, three quarters of your company under our new division that's going to be led by your technology <laughs> officer and so on uh, in six months when NDAs and everything going to expire. Um, I'm kind of hoping that the competition gonna reopen and we're gonna see a push. Uh, we're hearing about Microsoft opening a mobile app store uh, thanks to European Union. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. My problem is that even on open platforms like PCs, like Windows, uh, Steam is so far ahead that Epic Games can't get any traction and they're literally giving games away. Um, Microsoft Store um, with buy here, play on your Xbox is not getting a massive traction. So mm. can they execute it to a point that we're going to be talking about like iOS, Apple, and then you've got kind of, I don't know, Microsoft third store, uh, third preferred. Um, I just don't know. People are kind of like creatures of the habit and yep. they already know that two icons. Yeah, absolutely, mate.
Yeah, it'd be hard to. Yeah, it'd be hard to get. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's. Uh, it would be nice to have the extra competition. I mean, it'd be nice to have you know more players in the market because I think that always drives innovation. I mean, I, I. But it's funny how people say that, but yet they still fall as creatures of habit, right? They fall back into what they know, right? And so they they don't want to push their boundaries and maybe an iOS user is expanding, or if you're a lifelong Samsung user and you see this, you know, you're walking through the store and you see a OnePlus or an Oppo or another phone, you're like, or an Xperia, right? If you have access to it, you're like, man, this, you know, you know, and then giving it the proper time to get adjusted to it and brand changing it and seeing how the the flavor of, of Sony, how they bring the Android to the market, right? So you're not really changing mm -hmm. Android, but you're kind of changing the OEM of it. I, I think people just kind of get, you know, they're creatures of habit. And it's kind of hard to break yeah. those. And I think that's why I think that's why iOS has been and Apple's been so successful because they completely leaned into it. And to be honest with you, and, and uh, has manipulated it to make it work for them. I mean, they're not they're a three trillion dollar well. company. Yeah, I mean, well, and well, you have to. Well, and it's funny how you know Microsoft did the same thing, right? They they basically made things specific, and then Microsoft finally decided, hey, we should make our. You know, we have iOS, you know, our apps are on iOS, our apps are on Android, and they used an Android device, right? But at first, you know, it was, uh, it's just interesting to see how, how Apple is going to go. But I think they, they've decided that U.S. is just a lost cause. It's going to be an iOS mm -hmm. world in the next 10 years. I mean, they, and it's kind of they decided a long time ago that Android is not worth supporting. Like, there's still no Apple TV Plus, the subscription service app mm -hmm. on, on Google Store. Right. You have if you want to watch it on your Android device, you need to go to the web browser. It's right. just such a bizarre world. Like they do mm. have Apple Music, for example. And for me, it would be exactly the same thing. You you're not consenting anything, saying or giving validity to another platform by like being part of that ecosystem. It's there's just two of you. I mean, let's be honest. Like we all yeah. know it's just two of you. Um, but they just don't want to do it. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. Thanks. Well, thank, thanks to people like the EU pushing it. And I think that's what, unfortunately, I'm not a big fan of using government and legislation to push private companies to do stuff. But it's nice to see the EU finally put it, the hammer to them. And then basically, that's why you, now you have USB-C on an iPhone. If it wasn't yeah. for the EU, you would not see that. They would be on lightning forever. And they would do stuff that would be anti-competitive, I think, and anti-consumer. And the fact that and, and the EU is kind of doing those things is something that I traditionally don't like as a as a citizen of the United States. I'm not kind of a... <laughs> but I, I, I do appreciate that the EU stepped up and kind of put the hammer to them. Um, and I'm glad that but the, the Apple the government's not getting involved in trying to get rid of that injunction, right? That they stole that property from from that company and they need to be held accountable for that in the courts. That's the whole point of it. So I'm glad to see that's, it seems like it's changing in some cases. And let's be honest, Apple was one of the first companies that was working with the USB Alliance on the creation of USB-C. Um, mm. they, they had the fingers from the very beginning at designing it. And yet it was more profitable for them to create a completely separate standard that they could have 100% hold of. So right. designed for iPhone and all of those programs that cases, accessories had to pay was a pure profit for them. Um, mm -hmm. it, it is a kind of reassurance of the level of, of the quality that you're getting. But did we really have to create this much e-waste to, mm -hmm. to get to the point that, you know what, we, we need to open it. We need to make sure that there's no charger in a box either way like who are we like what are we doing at this point except for just like creating more e-waste 
Well, Joe, this is the last show before you head off to Samsung Unpacked, and it's going to be awesome. You get to go to San Jose. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, enjoy that. Hopefully you don't you get some sleep and you don't get like so tired. You, like, uh, yeah, I can't see myself getting much sleep. Uh, yeah. I want to ask well, Peter one okay. thing quickly, though. Right, Peter, someone else's money, what phone do you get right now? That is already on the market or or coming. Come? Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, if we can get the Oppo X Find Ultra from China, like I would go with that any day. Good choice. Good um, choice. But yeah, that's that, I think price going to be astronomical if it's going to come to Europe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joe, what about you? What's your what's your what's your phone? What do you think? Uh, well, I still haven't tried the Xiaomi, so I'd love to try the new Xiaomi Ultra when that comes out. Um, because, but yeah, that's. But I'd also like to try the Find X7 Pro Ultra rather as well. So yeah, they're the two phones I'd want to try. If for if the phone that was available right now for me would be a OnePlus Open. If it was somebody's money. Yeah. Give me, give me an Open, and I'll, I'd like to try it out. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what what Samsung does with the Fold Six. If they if the Fold mm. Six turns into more of a you know what I mean a little bit wider and it's it's not as wide. And also, you know, we'll see what the Pixel Fold 2 is coming out with. I, I you know, I, I'm i still on the foldable life. That's still my thing. Um, see, and, that's, but that's I would like good to about try. the OnePlus Open, Sam. I'm hoping with the press that's had and the positive press that's had that that will push Samsung to uh, change the 6 a little bit. Right. But let's see, then, let's see. But also, I would like to try the Oppo. I mean, if I could get the Oppo version of it, I I could use that too. Or mm -hmm. you know, Xiaomi's foldables. I I'd like to try all of those stuff. I know, Honor, Honor, these fantastic foldables. I love Honor because well, Honor's yeah. the only way you're really going to get your your Huawei fix if you're an American. That's the only way you're really going to get it, and not <laughs> yeah. have to do a bunch of crazy shit to get it to work. Um, I mean, if, it is, if we it are is, throwing things, yeah. sorry, if we are no. throwing things into into like what else, I would definitely try a Zen phone. Like having oh, a phone yeah. that actually fits in your pocket, like I would love to to have that and just yeah. something small. And it the, the I think the last one was nine, wasn't it? Was it? I, th I think so. Ten. No, I think it was the nine. The, the, it, yeah, it, it definitely caught my attention for the form factor. Like, they're wow, nice. They are nice. Yeah, the battery life is apparently very good on it as well. But as yeah. well, Motorola is doing so many great things now, and mm -hmm. they're not necessarily going for like the highest spec, but I think in the lifestyle kind of brand, they they're really kicking quite a few butts in that way, um, especially with their their color options. Like you were saying um, earlier, it, they they do go after a lot of people that are feeling a little bit bored, maybe with their <laughs> usual devices. Yeah, Jermaine's going for the fourteen Ultra. Yeah, I, I could have predicted that. The Honor V2, and then on um, and Simon finally was able to get his hands on a foldable by kind of putting some pressure on three. Good job, way to go, Simon. Good, good on you, mate. Good job. <laughs> so let me know how the foldable works out for you. But yeah, right now I'm still in the foldable lifestyle. But uh, yeah, the Honor, yeah, I would like to try one of those. I'd like to try all those brands. I mean, I hell, I'd still use a Huawei Mate 60 if I could. I mean, if I could get it to work properly, even if you didn't have Google, I'm like, I'm okay with that. I I can make it work. So. Well, we'll see how yeah. it goes, but uh, it's going to be an interesting. Sixty is an amazing device. Yeah, I, I can say that. I, I've got P40 Pro Plus. It's a really long name, 
uh, yeah. downstairs and I tried P and that feels still great, like three years after. And I tried 60, I think just the regular 60 last year. And it was just like, it still is built to like tolerance. It's like nothing else. Yeah. It's all, their their hardware is is, uh, yeah. is one of the best. I I just I've always been a fan of Huawei's hardware, and yeah. I like their software. And it's just again, like I said, being an American, it's really kind of a shame because I I would love if if I could if there was if they weren't on the entity list, I would use a Huawei probably, um, especially their foldables. They look wild. I mean, they just look amazing. I I like to try them. So, but who knows? Maybe maybe in a new world, we'll see. I don't know. It's not looking good for twenty twenty four for Huawei in the U S. But uh, who knows? No, it's not. Yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens. That's not changing anytime soon. Well, the problem is, I would, you know, I, I thought it was because of the orange wonder. If that's the reason why Huawei went bye bye, but um, apparently now coming in twenty four, we might get an, another one. We get might get a rematch of the orange wonder and uh, and the current president. Oh be. god, let's not go there. Let's say and, no. <laughs> and neither and neither one of them really was big on Huawei like that. So I think that's a done deal. So uh, it's a shame. Mm. It's, we'll see. It's a great unifier. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We don't like neither one of us like Huawei, which is stupid. But whatever. But uh, we'll see. But it's going to be a good 2024 for tech, and Joe's going to get to unpack, and we're looking forward to that coverage. And Joe, um, enjoy and uh, get some food. I will, and mate. Get Thank some you. Good time, and uh, we will be back next Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know about a guest because you know we don't know shit around here. We're just it's just a we just we just show up and try to see what works, man. We're we're not professionals, but uh, Joe, uh, we need we need a guest just in case I'm jet lagged. <laughs> Right, so Chase Joe, or, or if you can be jet lagged and intoxicated, that would be great. If you want to do it from the public, oh, yeah, we can make it happen. We know another show where Joe's kind of like feeling no pain, you know, liquid courage. That'd be I'm, good. I'm working next Sunday, actually. Um, oh, okay, well, we'll see how it goes, but anyway, uh, yeah, but it won't be, be not, yeah. So, for, for myself and Peter and for Joe, thanks for tuning in to the Nomad Tech Project again. Remember, it's on YouTube, you should go check it out on the Nomad Tech Project YouTube channel. Yeah. Also download the podcast later on on your favorite podcast aggregators and all that good stuff. And uh, and uh, thanks for everybody for showing up, Chad and Malik and Simon and and everybody, the whole crew. Jimmy, remember he's telling you to stay hydrated, so continue to do what Jimmy says. And happy birthday tomorrow, Jimmy! Uh, no, it's not tomorrow. It's twenty second. Twenty second? Oh, that was 22nd. tomorrow. No. Okay. No, no. Well, happy birthday soon. We might have another show for you. And uh, Jimmy can have two birthdays. Jimmy, happy birthday tomorrow and the twenty second. Have all the birthdays and, and Barry Johnson. I'm glad he's feeling better too. I know he was not under the weather. And yeah. So, so for, for myself, over and for Christmas. Peter, yeah, over Christmas always sucks to be hot, sick under holiday. It's just yeah. terrible. Well, I'm glad he's on the mend. He's all good. And he's, he did say the 22nd. Okay. Good deal. So happy birthday ahead of time. And that'll be the end of the show for today. We'll be back next Sunday, probably 2 PM, 8 PM. It's probably a good time. It's, I think this is a good slot for Joe and I, so we'll probably yeah, works well for me. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. And we'll make sure you tell your friends about the show. And uh, we'll be back next Sunday bringing you some more tech talk and whatever else comes up on your head. I'll try so, and give some people some behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, like live, looking, live on Insta with the Ray-Bans. We're, we're looking forward to, to BTS. Right. Yeah. Some behind Do you the think scene? some K-pop going to be there? And not yeah. just be, not just the BS I usually give you. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna come back and he's gonna be dancing. It's gonna be great. He's gonna have the whole thing, right? Yeah, he's gonna be like, wait, oh, behind the scenes. Oh, I thought you meant the group. Okay, I I missed all that. I'm sorry. Okay, behind the <laughs> scenes. So we'll we'll be back and have all that good stuff. So for myself and for Joe Petiter, thank you for coming to the show. Enjoy your tech. Take care of yourself. Stay. Stay warm because it's like freezing cold here in the states, man. It's like zero degrees right now. Same so. Here, man. Winter's uh, in full swing, folks. So stay warm and uh, stay hydrated. Enjoy your tech and be excellent to each other. And we'll be back next Sunday. 
for another edition of the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Take care, everybody. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.